Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. This is Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show, in case you were wondering. Welcome to our show today. We got a lot of really cool stuff to talk about. It's going to be probably convicting. It convicted me like crazy um, as I was uh, kind of studying this and putting this together for you. Aren't we so grateful for God's word? I'm telling you what, I have no idea where I would be without the power of his word and the truth of his word. Whew. Anyway, I'm in one of those moods today. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good one. Um, I just want to thank you guys uh, for reaching out to us. Um, you know, you guys are precious to us. We uh, we absolutely 100% thank you for your listenership. Um, those of you that kind of, I, I got a message from someone the other day. She's like, I'm listening to you right now. And it was, um, it was, it's really, really amazing. I got another message from someone who was cooking fajitas or something and I could hear my voice in the background. <laughs> she sent me a video and I was like, that's kind of creepy, but super awesome. Thank you guys. Um, thank you for your support. We just, we love you so much. Uh, why are you listening to Autumn Miles and why does Autumn Miles have a radio show? It's important for me to talk about the truth of God's word in a bold way. Um, I, I, I want to speak about his word boldly and I want to proclaim it. Why? Because we need it. You need it. I need it. Uh, in, in today's society, um, we've got to be bold about the principles of God's word um, and that is why we have a show. Um, what you can expect every day that you tune in is just that. Um, a woman who is <laughs> desperately trying um, to get the gospel of Jesus across and doing it through his word. Um, very, very important to me. Also, I want to talk about faith. Um, I'm I'm young. I am about to turn 37, believe it or not, you know, um, and I know I've got a lot to learn. But what I have learned so far is that faith pleases God. Um, not faith that you're telling people that you're stepping out in faith, not not a fake version of faith, but actually true, authentic. God, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to make it, but you're calling me out. So I'm going to trust you. A faith that scares you pleases God because he can show you how big he is in those moments and we can achieve all he has for us in those moments. Those are the two reasons why we're on the air. Bold truth, raw faith. We want you to walk in that every single day. Um, so thank you for listening. I also got to do my, you know, little two cents of um, we, we, we are listener supported um, I got an email the other day that someone didn't like me talking about asking for money. Well, she probably didn't have to pay our bill, does she? Uh, you know, I'm <laughs> saying that really nicely. Uh, but I just want you to know, I'm sorry if it offends. I'm not really sorry if it offends you, but I know that it may offend you. But here's the deal. We are, we've stepped out in faith. We have stepped out in faith um, to do the show. And God has met our needs through some crazy, crazy ways. 
But we also know that he will meet our need through you. If he has put uh, just just a desire in your heart to help us further uh, his name. So, um, you know, we're not guilting you into this. It's not a guilt thing, but we do need it. And I, I have learned that people don't know the need unless you tell them the need. And um, so uh, I'm telling you today, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. God bless you where you're at today. This is a, a topic today that I'm kind of um, obsessed with. Um, and honestly, it had been in my head for several days. Um, and I just couldn't get over this thought. Um, I don't want you to confuse Satan attacking you for God pruning your life. I'm going to say that again. I do not want you to confuse Satan attacking you for God pruning your life. There is a difference. Here's the deal though, guys, it mirrors. It looks very similar and we can get in a habit of saying, um, Satan is attacking me. Satan is attacking me. All this stuff happened and, and Satan is attacking me when actually a good God is evaluating your life and could be deciding some things that do not produce good fruit in you. They mirror, but discernment in the spirit of God will let you know which one it is. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of personal stories of mine here uh, in a little bit. But I hear this all the time. You know, we get so many messages um, about Satan is attacking me. How do I get out of this? Satan is attacking me. What do I do? And sometimes I will I will literally stop people. And, you know, this happens when I travel and, you know, whatever. Um, you know, Satan is attacking me. How do I stop? And some, sometimes, you know, I, I will literally stop them and say, um, say exactly what I told you. Could it be that God is pruning you? Not everything is Satan's fault. Okay. Sometimes a loving, good God is taking things back because they are not producing for him with that. Guess what passage of scripture we're going to go to. That's right. John 15. Um, don't check out though, because this is, um, I think this is going to be really good for you. I, I just really feel like this show today is going to bring somebody freedom. I just feel like that. I feel like someone today is giving up on a good God who is just simply pruning because you think that God has allowed Satan to attack. He's simply pruning. He is the great gardener. Let's go to the scripture. I am the true vine. John 15, one says, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch. Do you understand that God, God knows everything that you're doing every, you know, we kind of feel like God is, uh, I know that we can kind of think of God as looking at us as just a person, or maybe some of us don't even think that he sees us. He's not even personally acquainted with us. And the scriptures tell us very differently. 
every branch, the Bible says, everyone, he knows everything that is involved with your life. He knows everything that has to do with your life. He knows your husband. He knows your wife. He knows your children. He knows your job. He knows all of the responsibilities. He knows you to the core. He understands you to the core. He sees you from, from, from um, his standpoint and he looks directly at you and he looks at the things that are profitable for you and the things that will harm you. He understands you more than you understand yourself. Every branch, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. I'm going to stick on that just for a second. Every branch in me, if you are in Christ, you are in him because he is the vine and you are the branch. And he looks at you. He looks at that house that you have that um, maybe was $200,000 more than you can afford. And it looks really, really good. And everyone's looking at you going, man, this house is just so, so incredible. Wow, this, this, is, um, this is awesome. And maybe you're even proclaiming it as a blessing. God has blessed us with this house. But, you know, when the mortgage comes to be paid every single month and you're short and you're stressing out, maybe that's something that God might choose to prune. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's a job that you, you, you got. And you praise the Lord for the job. But as you, as you have worked in this job, you've become money obsessed. And how do I get another zero behind my paycheck? And how do I get FaceTime with so-and-so? And how do I get, and how can I work for me? And how can I, in this job that you, um, that, that you have proclaimed that God has given you is really internally ter- turning you into someone that is serving money and not the Lord. God sees that. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it makes more fruit. Maybe it's that relationship. I could talk about this for 732 days. I get this all the time. All the time. From men, from women, all the time. I'm dating this guy, but he's asking me to be intimate with him. And I know what God's word says, but I just feel like I'm going to lose him if I don't. I'm dating this girl. She's asking me to do this, that, and the other. I know it's not what God wants, but I don't want to be alone. I'm dating this person and all of a sudden I feel like I'm being controlled, um, left and right and I can't do things and um, what do I do? Is that piece of your life bearing fruit? Well, here a lot of times my boyfriend just broke up with me and we dated for five years and he wasn't very nice, but I wasn't single and I don't know what to do. I'm completely devastated. He abused me, but, but, but I would rather be abused than be single. 
If God looks down at your life and he sees that that thing is not bearing fruit at all, he is going to take it away. Expect the things that do not bear fruit for his name to be taken away. Why? Because John 15 says that. That is not Satan attacking you. That is God looking down from his holy heaven. That is the spirit of God um, working to remove things from your life that actually disable you from walking in your calling for him. Just because you want it does not mean it's the best for you. Expect God to remove those things that are dead, that are not working for you, that are not working for his good in your life. Do not confuse the two. Move on up, moving on in the scripture. You are already clean. John 15, three says, because of the word, which I have spoken to you. Number four, uh, verse four says this, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit for itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit for apart from me. You can do nothing. I'm going to keep reading. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up and they gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit. So prove to be my disciples. (sighs) This going back to this house, that's $200,000 more than you can afford. Going back to this boyfriend or girlfriend, that is, um, you know, not right for you and you know it. But it looks good. The branch has a lot of leaves on it. The branch is pretty. Your friends are impressed. You have um, parties at your house that everyone oohs and awes over. But when they leave, you wonder how you're going to pay the mortgage. Your life needs to be pruned. It's a good God that does that to us, not Satan attacking us. Um, There was one season very specifically um, in my life. And and let me tell you, uh, my life looked really good. <laughs> you know, I kind of had, had everything that, that, that the world said that I needed. I had it all. Uh, this was several years ago. Um, I had the, I had the house, I had the, the man, I had, you know, what appeared to be the money, which they didn't know the, that we were in a ton of debt. Um, I had married my high school sweetheart at this point, not my current husband. This is, I was married before. Um, it looked like I had it all. We 
We actually had a guest on yesterday that was uh, kind of talking about this. It looks like you have it all and then you lose everything, but you actually gain everything when you lose it, when, when you find your identity in him. And I remember walking around and, you know, uh, I remember I was my, my, me and my uh, current husband, then we were called Barbie and Ken. And, you know, that's just kind of what every girl always aspires, not every girl, but me and my shallowness back then aspired to be that. And I remember just kind of that was like fluffing up my pride. And um, I thought, man, does life get any better than this? But internally, I knew that I was the God of my life, that my current husband was the God of, of, of my life. I was bowing down to an altar of self and an altar, um, of, of something other than God and worshiping it rather than worshiping the Lord. And you know what happened Uh, about three and a half years into that marriage, um, abuse, all sorts of things happened. But I remember laying face down on the floor Asking God to intervene because suicide was an option for me at that point. And eventually, and in, 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 in just a short time later, God pruned everything from my life because nothing was bearing fruit for his name. You know when I became the most effective? When all my leaves were gone. I became the most effective for the kingdom when I realized that my strength And my power and my um, confidence and my goodness would never be found in me or anything that I could have. I realized that my my um, God was my everything. And it didn't look very pretty in my life, you know, because when you prune a branch, you, you you know, the branches are cut and you cut them down. And a lot of times you can cut them right down to the stalk and the, and the branch, the, the, the tree looks dead. It looks ugly. It looks terrible. It's, it's not a pretty sight, but just a little while later, you'll see a fruit and it'll see more and it'll multiply and it'll grow. And all of a sudden you've got fruit coming out of your ears, pruning is vital to producing godly character. It's not Satan. Now, I want to say that it it, um, it it could be, it may be. I also want to talk about uh, marriage here for a second um, because I did this message not long ago and I got a lot of um, questions about divorce. I am not telling you um, to go leave your husband and to prune him out of your life because he is getting mad. Don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Um, don't don't take what I'm saying out of context. Don't take liberties with what I'm saying about you know oh, Autumn's message. She she's okayed my divorce. No 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I I do not want to contradict God's word. And um, you know if your marriage is in trouble, you need to go to a godly counselor and you need to seek the Lord and you need to try to put that thing back together um, because, because God is, he loves marriage. He loves it. It was his idea. Um, So, so I want to, I want to be very, very clear here. 
Um, there may be no hope for your marriage, but there are very um, there are very specific guidelines for divorce that God gives us in Scripture, and taking them out of context and at your own liberty um, is not approved by the Lord. So let me just let me just say that because I got when I did this message, I got a lot of questions on marriage. Um, you know, God pruning your husband out of your life, which you chose, um, you know, is is not what I'm talking about. Or your wife um, could be. Let a biblical counselor, let a pastor decide that. I um, I want to talk about those things that are frivolous, those things that you didn't make a covenant to. Um, those are the things that um, that I am talking talking specifically about today. Thank you for joining us today. Um, we are talking about um, God being the true vine, um, and we are His branch. And every branch that does not bear fruit, He takes it away. When I lost all of that stuff in my first marriage, when I lost, I literally lost everything. I I lost every person that I had known for 22 years, except for my parents. Um, And my brother and sister that I had were kind of hanging on by a thread because they were like, what's going on with Autumn? I lost everything. There was not, when you talk about pruning, God took my um, tiny little branch and he cut it all the way down to the meat. You know what I'm saying? He cut it all the way down to the stock. He hacked and he hacked and he hacked um, until it. I was at a place that I was 100% dependent on the Lord. Because when, when you have other things to depend on, our humanness will depend on those other things. God knew that me, as sinful as I was, as wretched as I was um, during that time, and as prideful as I was, as about myself as I was, he knew that he needed to take me all the way back and standing here, you know, 17 years later, sitting here 17 years later, I can say that that was the absolute best, most gracious, most loving thing that he has ever done for me. Those of you that are experiencing just, you know, a a complete and utter um, pruning in your life and you're blaming on Satan, I want you to seek the Lord. Lord, is this, are you doing this in my life to produce fruit in me? Are you doing in this life and are you doing this in my life to produce good things out of me? If something has come in between you and the Lord, God has his attention on it to get it away from you so that you can produce for him. If you are in the vine, he cares about you, the branch. If you call yourself a believer, if you're, if you're, um, heart has been uh, changed and and saved by the blood of the lamb. He is interested in your branch. He is interested in you being a very sharp um, weapon for his kingdom. He's interested in it. Don't be so quick to blame Satan when a loving God um, is at work here. Like I said before, God has an interest in how pretty your life is. He never is. I mean, look at the disciples for heaven's sake. Like, look at their lives. You know, honestly, they were doing pretty good. And then they met the Lord and then they had like no family. They had no full time job. They were kind of walking around and, you know, going from place to place. And, um, you know, they really didn't know where they were. Of course, Jesus knew where they were going, but their life 
went from having security in um, in fishing and the, the, the different trades that they had to um, really not knowing what was going to happen. And then Jesus died. What in the world happens then? And then they uh, started the church. Peter started the church. And it was amazing what God did when he pruned back the comfort of their lives and showed them, listen, I am the truth. They became dependent on God himself, not dependent on the comfort or the things that make them pay the bills day in and day out. God wants to be your 100%. Um, He wants to be your sustainability. He wants to bear much fruit in you, much fruit. And in order to do that, a lot of times he has to prune back those things that we think are important, but are literally disabling us from doing all we can for his name. Pruning hurts. It hurts. Trials hurt that Satan brings on. A a spiritual attack hurts that um, Satan brings on us and evil brings on us. It's hard, but we overcome it. Pruning hurts just the same way, but it is in an effort for something. If we are being pruned, rest assured that it is producing something in you, just like a trial. Um, if you are going through a trial that Satan has brought on, rest assured that God, God is and will and wants to produce something from that as well. But you know who I'm talking to today. You've confused it. You've, you've actually um, believed that God was against you when actually God is for you and he sees what can happen if he prunes some of those hard things back. Don't confuse the two and pray and ask the Lord which one is actually happening to you. The pruning may be painful, but it will be so profitable. So profitable. About a year ago, I went through a bunch of pruning in my own life and it was painful. But I'm looking now and I'm thinking, man, Lord, aren't you good? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. The pruning was so profitable. I love you guys. Thanks for um, listening to the show. I hope this encourages you. Hey, you know what? Send me a message if it did. I want to know. I want to know if this message encouraged you today. Um, We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow right back here on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.